0: And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick. Hits. your Thursday, August 5th edition. Hope everybody had a great Wednesday. It was a wild night on the diamond. Uh, Dodgers did what you'd expect the Dodgers to do. Jays did their thing. Yankees did their thing. Yeah, water is wet. So that's what took place for you on um, on Wednesday. Scherzer looked good. Gray was good till late. Uh, Tyon was great. Gosson was good. So we had some nice outings in that regard. But overall, chalk went chalk. And that's what happened. It's been one of those weeks where – the chalk is going off, and you just keep plugging along just fine. But we have a, a weird Thursday for you. You got five games early, six games late, and it's ugly. Pitching's dreadful, absolutely dreadful on this one. So if you have uh, other plans, do them. That's the best I could say. It's a very, very bad slate. You can find me on Twitter at pdentrick. If you have any questions, come join the Fantasy DGens Slack chat. It is free. Just need your email to get you up in there. Get you all the details on that. If you uh, like season-long fantasy baseball, check out the Bench with Bubba podcast. Recorded the Bench with Bubba episode 390, Bubba and the Bat Flip 91 on Tuesday. On Thursday, I'll be recording episode 391 with Marty Tallman of um, of uh, Triple Play Fantasy. So come check that out as well. Also, if you like uh, prop bets, you like DFS, come check out prize picks. Use promo code Bubba to get a first-time deposit bonus up to $100 when you create your first account using promo code Bubba. All right, we'll do the quick run-through of the five-game early slate. It is actually better pitching on the early slate than on the evening slate, but still not great overall. You got Aaron Nola versus Joe Ross facing off Philadelphia and Washington. Those are your two top pitchers. You got Nola at 10-3 going up against Washington. You got Joe Ross at 88. I prefer Joe Ross over Aaron Nola, to be completely honest. Ross coming off a rough one in his last round against Chicago. He faced Philadelphia two starts ago, five of with four Ks. Prior to that, 11 Ks and seven Ks against the Dodgers in Tampa Bay. So I'll give Ross a shot at 8,800 bucks. You can go Nola if you want. He's just been kind of all or nothing of late, and one thing he does do well is get strikeouts, so that keeps him out of trouble. And it's Washington's offense you know you can pick on. Nola's going to be insane chalk on this slate, so that's why I kind of lean Ross over Nola. Both really good-looking plays if you want to go there. Uh, If you want to go Alex Wood versus Arizona, you can. I'm not in love with the play because Wood's been up and down, but on this slate, you just got to kind of – Pick your poisons, and Arizona strikes out about 22% of the time versus lefties. So you can go with some Alex Wood if you prefer. You can go with Tyreek Skubel, praying for some Ks versus Boston if you want. Um, See who Colorado's pitching. It looks like it might be Herman Marquez, and if that's the case, that's a phenomenal play at home against uh, the Cubs. So that's where I'm leaning. It's like Ross and Nola get at least one of those two. And then you can look at Wood, Skubel, and hopefully Marquez. If it's Marquez, Marquez is my favorite pitcher on the entire slate, if that's who it is but it's still very, very up in the air on who's going to be pitching that early game. Um, pair, pair Marquez up with Joe Ross. I'd be cool with that. if Aaron Nola. if you want. Again, Noah's going to be insane chalk on this slate. Um, and then you got Scooble and uh, Wood, if you so choose. When you're looking at bats, though, on this slate, <laughs> you're going to have a lot of bats to choose from. Uh, Detroit's going up against um, Martin Perez. I think that's a very good value play. You got Miguel Cabrera still going for number 500. You got Grossman. You got Candelario. You got the Castros. You got many, many options. You got Haas and company. So I think Detroit's a nice value stack as usual. Love Texas going up against Dylan Bundy. Texas offense as a whole is dreadful. Be like Ellie's Garcia. You got Nathaniel Lau or Low. Sorry, Nathaniel Low in that one. And then he's kind of mix and match and see who else. Like IKF's been quiet, but like Jonah Heim is a good catcher value at twenty eight hundred bucks. Andy Abani is at twenty six. Is a great value. Those would be two of my more favorite plays with Texas. You can match them up with your Lowe's and your Adelis Garcia's and have some success in those matchups. Uh, Colorado going up against um, Jake Garrieta, Love it. Stack the snot out of this game. Tappy leading off at of 43. Love it. Diaz probably not catching day game after a night game. If he is, 4,200. If not, you get Dom Nunez at 3K, which is outstanding. So that would be your catcher play for the day. Um, you know, Brandon Rogers is a great play. You can get some cheaper plays with uh, Hampson starts or Daza. I love Sam Hilliard at 26. Love the Rockies against Jake Arrieta. It should be a popular stack on the slate, but it's a very, very good one as well. Uh, San Francisco going up against uh, Merrill Kelly. Kelly's been good of late. You can go Giants if you want. I'd rather go Colorado. I'd rather go Texas in their matchups. And then you have Philadelphia at Washington. Again, two of the better pitchers on the slate. Noel's going to be super popular. So if you want to be contrarian with Washington, you can. Soto's always in play at 58. But you can go with some values like Josh Bell at 44 and then go even cheaper with our buddies. Um, Yadiel Hernandez is 27. He got a little bit of a price bump there. You got Andrew Stevenson coming off the day off. He is $2,100. Usually leads off, but he had the day off, so we'll see if he's back in the lineup on that one. And then the other guy to take, keep an eye on, Luis Garcia, second base shortstops, hundo. We played him a lot last year when he got the call. He double-donged on Wednesday, so maybe he's got something going. So tons of value in those games as well. But overall, ugly slate. If you have any questions, I'll be in the fancy DJ and Slack chat and we'll get it all done for you there. All right, six-game main slate, and this pitching is dreadful. You just need to take some stands. Hope it works out for you. Your totals on the slate, Cleveland-Toronto's 10, Pittsburgh Reds 9.5, Royals-White Sox 9.5, Twins-Astros 9.5, Braves-Cardinals 9, and and we're still waiting on a total for Seattle and New York because Nestor Cortez is starting versus Tyler Anderson. So the five totals are out there, all nine or higher. That tells you a lot right out the gate. Um, I'm just going to go game by game real quick. Seattle at New York, Cortez versus Anderson. I will go to Nestor Cortez. He hasn't gotten more than 80 pitches, but they've been trying to stretch him out to go deeper and deeper. What he does bring is outstanding strikeout stuff, and that's what we're going to need. He's got 4 to 5K plus upside in his 4 to 5 innings. so basically a K per inning. He's actually averaging a little over 10Ks per nine, which is outstanding. He's put up 12 or more points in three of his last four starts. On this slate, I will take it. He put up 17 in his last time out there. It is a Seattle offense that – They're all or nothing, it feels like with them. But going up against left-handed pitching, they strike out 26.5% of the time over the last month, hitting 217 with a 97 WRC plus. That massive strikeout rate going up with Nestor Cortez is something I really want to focus on. So Cortez at 79. I'm a big, big fan of in this matchup. Tyler Anderson's interesting. I'm not going up against the Yankees in that setup. The Yankees bats might be heating up. We've seen them put up some runs the last two nights against Baltimore see how Anderson does in this matchup. And Aaron Judges looks like he's getting going at 53. LeMay had a big night on Tuesday. He's 53 as well. Rizzo's been nailing it since he's come over. And he's got good history as when Anderson was a member of the Pirates. And Rizzo hits lefties very well. People will see lefty-lefty and be worried. Rizzo at 51 is very, very live in this matchup. You got guys like Torres um, as well. So you can definitely play some, um, some Yankees if you choose. Not one of my top stacks because you can pretty much stack every team on the slate. But you can definitely go there, especially the Rizzo call. Lefty lefties will scare some people off. And I like Nestor Cortez at 7900 bucks as one of my pitchers on this ugly six-game slate. All right, Cleveland at Toronto. And this one you got Stripling versus McKenzie. A lot of people will go to Stripling. You can if you want. He's been dreadful for the most part over the last month or so. He pitched well against the Mets. Other than that, it's been pretty rough with Stripling. But a lot of people are going to go to him, which makes me off of Stripling because I'm going to have to settle for some other chalk pitchers. Stripling won't be one of them. What I will do is look to two guys like uh, on the Cleveland side of things to be different. It's hard to stack all of Cleveland, but, you know, J-Ram went deep in the ninth on uh, Wednesday. Fran had another nice game. I like to start with both of them. J-Ram is 57. Fran is 47. So that's a nice starting point. And you got your med Rosario's uh, Mercado went deep you got Bobby Bradley at 3K. He's got tons of power versus right-handed pitching. So you can definitely exploit a few things with some Indians bats. you got to pay it for a couple guys, but you can get some definite value down below if you want. Uh, Toronto's a great stack, again. They're a great stack every night. It's like they're in the AL. Dodgers are in the NL. Start them at your will. Usual suspects by now, if you should know, Springer, Bichette, T. Oscar. You can build around that if you want. But um, Bich- the Springer is just unconscious right now. So just keep that in mind. But if you are looking for a value, a value Corey Dickerson's back. He had a big double, and he's thirty two hundred bucks on DK tonight. All right, game three of this six game slate. You got the Cincinnati, uh, Cincinnati Reds versus the Pittsburgh Pirates. Sonny Gray will crow. Everyone's going to go to Sonny Gray. Gray's coming off a great start. People are going to want him to be the best pitcher on the slate. His previous two starts, not good, not good at all. He's probably a great spot here versus Pittsburgh. I'm not going to deny that. I'm going to go on the flip side, and I love the Reds-bats. If you want to stack the Reds, 100% on board that. Joey Votto, probably goes yard. Yeah, Winker. Yeah, India. Always where I start my three. You can build around that if you want. If you want to go Reds, um, Farmer's swinging it well. You got Stevenson catching. Reds are a great stack. Hear me out, though. On an ugly slate where the Reds will be one of the top, probably two stacks on this slate, chalkwise. Will Crow. Checks the boxes, folks. Could he get shelled? Oh, yeah. No doubt about it, but He's gone uh, five or more innings and in three straight starts, zero, two, and four in runs, 22, 27, five. Those are his point totals on DK. But uh, he's also got you four and nine Ks in his last two starts. That's Philadelphia and at the Giants, his last two starts. He's been very, very good. He's gone over 90 pitches in both of those starts. If he can somehow give me five to six innings, he can give up three or four runs, give me five plus Ks. I will take that at $6,900 against probably the most pop, one of the top pop stacks on this slate. Um, It's a Reds team that strikes out 23% of the time versus righties. 106 WRC plus hitting 257. It's a good team. No questioning that. But Will Crow will be one of my contrarian pitchers on this slate. If you want to stack the Reds, I will not tell you no. I totally get it. It is a great stack, but it'll be very, very popular. And on these small slates like this, you have to make a stand to be different somewhere. Will Crow might be my guy because after some of the top priced pitchers, as you go down the pitching a lot of the differences between the two aren't that big like crow's got you 22 plus and two straight starts he, that's better than ross stripling but like ross Stripling' ceilings 22 to 25 pretty much they're the same pitcher when they're both on and crow's almost 2k cheaper and he's going to come in basically unowned Where stripling will be popular that's my angles on this slate. like you got to take your stand somewhere i'll do it with a guy like will crow who he could get destroyed and not even make it out of the first inning i would not be shocked but he's also shown the pedigree and the recent performances to be a good enough pitcher to at least get me 15-plus points, hopefully, and live to see another day. So that's something I want to see with Will Crow. Bats on this slate. Um, If you want to go reds, like I said, kind of broke that down for you. Totally cool with it. I like Pittsburgh in this one as well. It's the same idea of using Will Crow. Sonny Gray is likely the first, if not second, most popular pitcher on this six-game slate. And so when you're talking game theory on this slate, Pittsburgh is very alive. And Pittsburgh's bats have been swinging it well. They didn't do much on Wednesday's getaway day. They did more than you'd think against uh, Freddie Peralta. But the previous two games, they were very productive in Milwaukee. So we got guys you can definitely go and take advantage of. Brian Reynolds is always in place, 4K. But you got the value in this lineup that you can really, really enjoy. And it goes with guys like Kevin Newman, who's swinging it well at 25. Gregory Polanco has been very good at 24. Um, Ben Gamble at 2K has been great hitting towards the top of the order. And then Hoy Park leading off playing shortstop at $2,000 has been very, very strong as well. So definite stacks you can do, definite cheap stacks you can do. With Cincinnati, to be contrarian, like you can go Will Crow or you can go Pittsburgh or you can go both. Just doing one of those two things, being Crow or Pittsburgh bats, you will already be contrarian. So if you want to still stack Cincinnati and you don't want to use Will Crow, you can stack a, some Pirates bats against Sunny Gray. I think, though, that the thing is by using the pitcher angle, if people use a lot of Sunny Gray and they also use a lot of Reds bats, if you have the pitcher that silences the Reds bats and beats Sonny Gray – you kind of knock out a bigger set of the field. So that's kind of the angle I'm going with. Could be a quick night, though. Kansas City at the Chicago White Sox on this one. We got Dallas Keichel versus Daniel Lynch. uh Keichel's okay if you want, but I think Daniel Lynch, similar to the Bull Crow article, everyone's going to like the White Sox versus the Lefty Lynch. Lynch's two starts since coming back from the uh, minor leagues has been outstanding six or more in both starts, three runs or less in both starts, and two and 4K is the case of what I've heard him, but. He threw eight shutout against Detroit in his first start back, and then he threw six innings, three earned, two Ks at Toronto. The dude's gone over 100 pitches his last start, 6,300 bucks. He's in play for Chicago if you want to. If you don't, it's your usual suspects, Tim Anderson, uh, Andrew Vaughn, Jose Abreu, who went deep, Eloy Jimenez is back. Uh, just go down the list with Chicago. if you want. Like Vaughn's always one I love because of his value and his, his stability to crush left-handed pitching. If you're on the flip side, if you want to be different, Kansas City, South Perez at 46, like that a lot – Whit Merrifield's always intriguing play as well, but uh, the values you can find with a guy like um, Edward Oliveris at 2,200 bucks went deep on Wednesday, so did Michael A. Taylor at 23. Olivares's skill set is outstanding, so I like him a lot as a value at 22, and I don't mind Michael Taylor at 23 as well in that matchup. Minnesota at Houston in this one, we have Framber Valdez versus Griffin Jacks. Valdez will be him and Sonny Gray. Pitcher 1A and 1B when you look at ownership, come lock. That's where it's going to be. And Valdez has had his control issues of late, and it's really affected his production. He still put up 19 points and 22 points his last two starts. He's gotten the job done, even though he's been walking a ton of guys. And that's going to make Framberg – I'd rather eat the Frambert chalk than the sunny gray chalk. Let's put it that way. It's a Minnesota team that – watching them play against Luis Castillo, you got Josh Donaldson banged up. Outside of Polanco and Luis Arias, that offense was dreadful. Absolutely dreadful to watch on Wednesday. I don't see that changing much for Framber valdez So, Frambert at 99 – if I'm going to eat one of the two chalky pitchers, it'll be Framber in that matchup. And for that reason, I'm out on Minnesota. Like the angle, if you want to stack Minnesota, great angle. If you want to use Jorge Polanco in your Framber Valdez lineup, I'm good with that too. I saw a lot of people do that with Luis Castillo on Wednesday. It worked out for both of you. It can very, very be possible. Because one thing with Framber, pitch count gets so high, he doesn't go past six very often. So um, I like Framber on the slate. Probably staying away from Minnesota. Houston's a phenomenal stack. You got Michael Brantley, 3100 bucks went deep off of Scherzer. On Wednesday, Kyle Tucker's 3800 bucks. He's a great play. is expensive, but a phenomenal play. You can just go up and down that lineup and really, really get it. But, like, Jordan Alvarez, Brantley Tucker, I want, like, at least two of those three. Mix in Altuve and company and uh, get yourself some Houston stacks. And if you play some Pittsburgh bats or even some, like, uh, you know, some cheaper Cleveland or, or Kansas City bats, you can afford Houston pretty easily. we still getting Fembroke Valdez, like a Will Crow or something in there. Not a problem at all. Last game, Atlanta, St. Louis. Looks like it's going to be Tukey Toussaint. Might be uh, Moeller. It's kind of up in the air still. If it's Moeller, love him versus St. Louis. Big fan of Moeller versus St. Louis. But looks like it's Tukey. I'm just going to fade that one again. Um, I can see arguments for Wade LeBlanc. just doesn't strike anybody out. So I'll go back to Atlanta on this one again. The strike zone was horrible. I saw some stuff after tilting the Atlanta situation. Like, there were strikes called four inches off the plate. For J.A. Happ, it's just ridiculous. So the, the, the Braves will be just fine. Go back to them against Wade LeBlanc. You got uh, Albies and Riley and um, Solaire for starters. Solaire went deep on Wednesday. Duvall went deep. He loves to face his lefties. You got some good options there, Swanson and company. So Atlanta's very, very much in play again. If you want to go to St. Louis, you can with Carlson's and the Bader's of the world. Um, if you want to use Tukey, you can at 74. Just know what you saw last time is the floor, which you can happen. If he gets wild, he'll give up some home runs. It gets dicey. When he's on, he strikes out the world. So if you want to go Tukey at 74, I'm in. He's a good value. I'd probably rather have him than Will Crow, but he'll be also more popular than Will Crow. So pick your book, and you don't get the leverage that if Cincinnati's popular stack fails, it's because Will Crow did good and you're not a two birds, one stone type thing. So that's part of the, the idea of taking Will Crow. So all right, recapping things on this lovely slate. I'll go Framber Valdez at 99, Nestor Cortez at 79. Um, I don't mind Tukey at 74 and Will Crow at 69. Ugly, ugly stuff, folks. Uh, if you want to go some Yankees bats, you can. I prefer Toronto versus Cleveland. On the Cleveland side, I don't mind a little bit of the, um, the Fran Mill, J-Ram, maybe a little Bobby Bradley for 3K if you want. I'm cool with that. But uh, I cause I don't mind attacking Stripling, especially if we find out he's chalky. If I find out he's chalky, I might want four guys. We'll have to keep it on as we go. But uh, Toronto for sure, no problem stacking Cincinnati versus Phil Crow. Totally get it. But I also don't mind like a, a Hoy Park, Ben Gamble, Gregory Polanco, Ryan Reynolds, like super cheap. Pittsburgh stack going up against Sunny Gray Great American Small Park. That's definitely five. Uh, if you want to stack Chicago White Sox, you can. On the Kansas City side, though, I don't mind some Edward Olivares value. Maybe some Michael A. Taylor value with Salvia and Witt. I love the Edward Olivares value, even if it's a one-off. I like that one a lot. Uh, Houston versus Minnesota. Brantley, Yordan, Tucker, get at least two of those three. Mix in Jose Altuve. Uh, I like that a lot. And then Atlanta versus St. Louis, the usual suspects there. So, yeah, ugly, ugly slate. If you have any questions, I'm on Twitter at bdendrick. Hit us up on the Fantasy DJ and Slack chat. It is free. Help you out there the best I can. Go check out Price Picks. Download the app. Create an account. Use promo code Bubba when you create that account at PrizePicks.com, And you'll get a free first-time deposit match up to $100 by using promo code Bubba. Don't want to miss that. as we got football season right around the corner. We got Thursday night. We have the Hall of Fame game. So it, 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 there's already props on there. There's season-long props. There's win total props. There's game-by-game props. We have the Olympics. They have everything. So come check that out. Picks get dropped in the Slack chat as well. And uh, go check out Bench with Bubba for season long fantasy baseball. Uh, Episode 390, Bubba and the Bat Flip 91, dropped on Tuesday. We'll have 391 recording on Thursday with uh, Marty Tallman of Triple Play Fantasy. Also, my written content at rotoballer.com on Thursday is the free DraftKings articles. Go check out all that good stuff as well. But for now, everybody, good luck on your Wednesday or on your Thursday. It's an ugly slate. So have some fun. Take the night off, whatever works for you. I'll be back with you guys on a full Friday. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, August 5th edition. I'm out. Get a quote, find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I.N. is operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.